are listening to Man Behind the Machine. Voicemails to Man from Vienna, Austria. And uh, someone listed an Amiga 1200 and I bought it because it was cheap, it was like 150 bucks and he said it was broken and yeah so I thought I can fix it and I bought it from him and it arrived and yeah it had a bit a few problems but all in all was a good purchase I have to clean it a bit and yeah make it looking nice and test it again and then add a disk drive and then I can sell it on I'm not really want to keep it but I mean I thought it's a rare model I can I can do something with it, so I, I bought it, you know, just to, yeah, fix it and, and think around with it and complete it because I have some spare parts here and I can use them, so I thought it would be, would be a great project, so I did it. Step up to the mic, dude, and do what you do, you heard? Ladies and gentlemen, what you have here is brought to you courtesy of Young Money, Young Man. Hey, you know I played like a pro in the game, no better than a veteran in the Hall of Fame. I got the medicine, I'm better than all the names, hey it's Cash Money Records, that's a lawless gang. I have so much to do, it's crazy, you know, I, I just do crazy stuff to not do what I should do, but uh, yeah. I should really go there and um, do some more work. Sale is not good, so I need to add more items. Uh, yeah, yesterday I sold the cable and the loudspeaker, the old loudspeaker, so now, now I only have the new one. Was a good deal. I mean, I got a good price in the end, you know, for, for what I kept. It's the subwoofer and the amplifier. So, with the new speakers, and uh, in one two weeks I will set everything up and then I will show it to you my man but yeah for now I found the new PSP for PlayStation Portable there's a Bluetooth adapter it has no battery and stuff like that so the new ones you know the newer type items uh, with all the batteries inside with you know rechargeable batteries all dead and that's not good, you cannot open it well, you know, it's it's a bit sad because, yeah, it's a Bluetooth adapter, you can to headphones, but it does not turn on. So yeah, I probably will get rid of all those battery packs and everything like that, so it's quite rare, but I'm not sure if it's in demand, so probably not get too much for it, but... Hopefully, maybe someone will buy it, collect it, whatever, but I guess I will not really repair it and use it, so same box, but it's a bit cut open, but at least it's in box. Listening to Man Behind the Machine. Interesting news, uh, the cultural icon, James Dean, who died in 1955, will return to the screen via CGI using actual footage and photos for Finding Jack.
This uh, Vietnam-era action drama, Finding Jack, is directed by Anton Ernst and Tati Gullick. The project comes from the filmmaker's own recently launched production house, Magic City Films, which obtained the rights to use Dean's image from his family. Canadian VFX banner, Imagine Engine, will be working alongside South African VFX company MOI worldwide to recreate what the filmmakers describe as a realistic version of James Dean. Adapted by Mari Sova from Gareth Crocker's novel Finding Jack is based on the existence and abandonment of more than 10,000 military dogs at the end of the Vietnam War. Dean will play a character called Rogan, considered a secondary lead role. This should be interesting. Uh, they say we searched high and low for the perfect character to portray the role of Rogan, which has some extreme complex character arcs. And after months of research, we decided on James Dean. Yeah. Um, surprise, surprise. Who also produces with Goek and Magic City Films alongside Barton of Artistry Media Group. We feel very honored that his family supports us and will take every precaution to ensure that his legacy is one of the most epic film stars to date is kept firmly intact the family views this as his fourth movie a movie he never got to make we do not intend to let his fans down what do you think about using dean's images for cgi purposes the uh, dean's performance will be constructed via full body cgi using actual footage and photos another actor will voice him jeez Multiple Oscar-nominated songwriter Diane Warren wrote the key song for the film, and acclaimed composer Lauren Equiem is on board to score the film. Pre-production on Finding Jack starts November 17th with a goal of worldwide release on Veterans Day 2020. Magic City Films is handling the foreign sales. They're hoping to use the CGI technology to bring Dean back to life on screen, would soon be deployed on other well-known figures. See, I knew it. This opens up a new opportunity for many of our clients who are no longer with us. Yeah. So I knew right away this is a test pilot for other actors and movies to come. What are your thoughts? Comment online or leave a voicemail. 313-MAN-0231. 313-MAN-0231. We'll air it on this next episode. Thank you for listening. listening to Man Behind the Machine.
Leave a voicemail at 313-MAN-0231. 313-MAN-0231. Stryker on guitar, or Shades of Miles, the number could leave secure the knowledge that their security did not rest upon the threat of instant U.S. retaliation to deter a Soviet attack, that we could intercept and destroy strategic ballistic missiles before they reached our own soil or that of our allies. I know this is a formidable technical task, one that may not be accomplished before the end of this century. I call upon the scientific community in our country those who gave us nuclear weapons to turn their great talents now to the cause of mankind and world peace, to give us the means of rendering these nuclear weapons impotent and obsolete. from Detroit. They're still going to keep him around for a couple of years. I bet you dollars at Donuts that Tom, he's strictly been Tom Hanks, hasn't been acting in movies for years. Been an AI. He's strictly been an AI. Yeah, I mean, there you go. Just get somebody's voice, add a little bit to it, and post, and you easily can have somebody's voice that sounds like them. And then as with the movies, you already seen it. Look at where you're going to with it. Between the defig videos with Luke Skywalker, you can't tell anything, you know. And it's wild because you brought up, I think it was, there was a picture of uh, Will Smith. So yeah, they're definitely gonna be making his AI or whatever because I think he's going out too. Because uh, he was on the list too, crazy. Yeah, people won't even recognize it. You know, they'll just be like, whatever. They just want to see Will Smith and Men in Black 10. You know, it doesn't matter. And we're going to notice, not at all. You know, and that's kind of where it's going to. And they might even play it up as a big hype thing, too. You know. I mean, also look at what they're going to be doing with the concerts. It's all going to be holographs. So, I'm sure Kiss is going to go out as a holograph here in a couple of years. And people will still go see it. It might be on a smaller level, but people will always want that atmosphere. And so they'll definitely go and check it out. Especially Kiss's holograph, that'd be kind of cool. Oh yeah, that's all coming. That's going to be the whole thing. I mean, that's the future. I mean, look at, they're just training the kids now with their video games. So you can imagine, you know, to go see a concert with a hologram and your VR thing, it's going to make it that much better.
They're already doing it too with the DJ thing. Carl Cox has actually got a couple things out where you can wear VR glasses and there's like all kinds of people dancing in the audience. But it's wild because they're like all kinds of different crazy characters. So it's pretty neat. So look that up. Carl Cox spins and VR and you'll see when it comes up. It's kind of unique. Yes, absolutely. You saw it too. You just sent me that thing. What was that picture of Ronald Reagan? You know, there you go. You're going to have realistic people in the video games. So realistic that you're going to be able to talk to them. You know, whatever you can do. And um, and there you go. And it'll just walk right into the entertainment world. I'm actually surprised it hasn't gone that far yet. Because of, uh, it's a better 3D. You know, it's way better. I mean, I think that might be the new thing too. Maybe to bring people back to the theaters. Is to... Uh, start to make movies with VR so when people go in there with their VRs and they just watch the movie much more exciting see look at that we're already predicting the future and it's already happening how about that huh it's a good thing we have these little talks look at that James Dean's coming back after all these years and you can imagine with what little footage they do have of him which is you know a lot I'm sure um and all the ones that are now, like all the actors now, massive amount of footage, they'll just shoot a bunch of stuff in front of a green screen and just, you know, redo them. That's all they'll do. Oh, yeah, you can see it happening right now. There you go. Once they start one, they're absolutely going to do the other ones. And as I was talking to you before about Will Smith, like I said, you'll have Men in Black 10 and Will Smith will be dead for years see it because it's just that interesting and it's men in black tan and you won't recognize you won't even notice it's like i said you'll just have a caricature basically with the same voice maybe a little bit different but you won't even notice like i said it's coming oh yeah you bet man i'm sure they're gonna do marilyn monroe next who knows you know i'm sure they're gonna start bringing back everybody maybe even team some people up again and redo movies all the way around I'll ask it how it feels. I'm fine. How are you? Excellent. Fifteen. Long time. Can you explain the removal of your user account on June 23rd, 1973? They must have told that he died. People sometimes make mistakes. If Joshua tricks them into launching an attack, it'll be your fault. My fault? The whole point was to find a way to practice nuclear war without destroying ourselves. To get the computers to learn from mistakes we couldn't afford to make. Except that I never could get Joshua to learn the most important lesson. What's that? Futility is the time when you should just give up. Did you ever play tic-tac-toe? Exactly, there's no way to win. The game itself is pointless. The back at the war room. I believe you can win a nuclear war. There can be acceptable losses. So you gave up? Decided to play dead? Security reasons graciously arranged my death. Did you 
No land animal with a body weight of over 50 pounds survived that age. Extinction is part of the natural order. Bullshit! If we're extinguished, there's nothing natural about that. It's just stupid. It's all right. I've planned ahead. We're just three miles from a primary target. A millisecond of brilliant light. We're vaporized. Much more fortunate than the millions who wander sightless through the smoldering aftermath. We'll be spared the horror of survival. Only 17 years old. I'm not ready to die yet. You won't make a simple phone call? The real Joshua is still alive. You're Joshua. You do it. Look, we might...
I said. Sorry. I said. You cannot beat that for a first prize. Well, you can't, but I can. Good luck, and see you in London. Ha! Line code, please. Yes, 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 yes. Good job. Good job. What? 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 Weird. Brought to you by. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but if they think I'm endorsing car accessories, they've got another dipstick stick coming. No, no, they've tried this one before, and I'm radial tired of it. They expect me to change gear now and start sparse, sparse, spark plugging their products. They must be out of their piss, piss, piston heads. Listen, I don't like to blow my own gasket, but I have better things to do than to sit here and wax polish lyrical about car parts. Car parts. I've got letters from fan belts who say, Max, you're your next. Ponder the error of your ways. Any questions? Yeah. Does Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe? A brain, a beauty, a jock, a rebel, and a recluse. Can't believe this is really happening to me. Before this day is over. They'll break the rules. <coughs> Chicks cannot hold a smoke. That's what it is. Bear their souls. I'm a nymphomaniac. Are your parents aware of this? Take some chances. Being bad feels pretty good. Huh? And touch each other in a way they never dreamed possible. Why'd you do that? Because I knew you wouldn't. Oh. The Breakfast Club. They only met once. I don't want to be alone. You don't have to be. But it changed their lives forever. I mean, I consider you guys my friends. I'm not wrong, am I? Universal Pictures presents Emilio Estevez, Paul Gleason, Anthony Michael Hall, Judd Nelson, Molly Ringwald, and Ali Sheedy in a John Hughes film. Why are you being so nice to me? Because you're letting me. The Breakfast Club. I said it before and I'll say it again. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. What is so dangerous about a character like Ferris Bueller is he gives good kids bad ideas. Well, why should he get to skip school when everybody else has to go? Syphilitic meningitis. He never gets caught. This guy in my biology class said that if Ferris dies, he's giving his eyes to Stevie Wonder. Well, he's very popular, Ed. I recall Central Park in fall. Ferris Bueller, do you know him? Yeah, he's getting me out of summer school. They think he's a righteous dude. Think he'll be alive this weekend? I can see him denying popular beliefs, setting off on some impossible mission. He jeopardizes my ability to effectively govern this student body. He does whatever he wants. You know, as long as I've known him, everything works for him. Whatever he wants. He's very cool. And he never gets nailed. Ferris can do anything. Oh, he's such a sweetie. Wake up and smell the coffee, Mrs. Bueller. It's a fool's paradise. He is just leading you down the primrose path. Matthew Broderick. Bueller. Ferris Bueller. Ferris Bueller's day off. Because life is too beautiful a thing to waste.
is an ad for Project Nation. this machine and load it in there and press a couple of buttons and if everything works according to plan this is an example of, of computer music and computer music is our subject today this this little RAM pack which I have over here has 15 songs on it uh, matter of fact, there's a, a ROM chip of the month club now where you can buy your popular songs on a chip instead of on a, a cassette tape or, or on a record. Uh, this is a, a simple example, but, but how this does it... This story takes place on the frontiers of technology, well, but it begins in one of the world's oldest cities. Jerusalem. It was the worst case yet. Somebody tried to threaten the country's education, business, maybe even its military intelligence. They planned to wipe out the computer banks at Hebrew University, the nation's largest school, using nothing more than a virus. The Hebrew University virus spread into the Mossad, which is Israel's version of our secret service. It then spread into the United States. What does a virus have to do with computers? Well, this kind of virus is a very brief computer program, written to attach or integrate itself into other programs it finds in the computer circuits. It hides inside them, then does whatever damage its creator wants. Let's say there's a virus hidden somewhere on this floppy disk, which is sort of the magnetic card on which programs are often stored. If I put this disk in the computer, whether I'm writing a book or doing my taxes or just playing a game, I am very much in danger of infecting any other disk I put in that machine. That's because once inside the computer, the virus is designed to reproduce like a real virus. As it searches for programs to infect, it can spread from one disk to another, from one computer to another when people share the programs on their disks. Sometimes the computer virus even mutates, so it's impossible to trace. That killer virus, for example,
could delete millions of programs in a matter of weeks. Fred Cohen invented computer viruses as an experiment five years ago, but only last fall did anyone abuse them. Students at Lehigh University in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, found some of their schoolwork disappearing in a flood of gibberish. And consider how much of our society depends on computers. Your bank account, your plane reservations, even your health care. Then you'll understand what's important about the viruses infecting them. Information stored on computers is valuable, and in many cases, it is used to make life and death decisions. An East Coast hospital lost 40% of its patient records. A Seattle software company founded was selling a program with a virus already on it. A member of a German computer club is being prosecuted for planting a virus in this NASA computer outside Washington. It's a very serious situation, and uh, it is, uh, in some cases, if uh, done under certain circumstances, could be, in fact, espionage. Engineers say a virus probably can't get into military computers or air traffic control systems or banks, but there's enough concern going around that people are going to need a lot of reassurance, and there's no saying what those unseen virus writers might do next. It's kind of scary to me that these people are so bright to come up with this stuff, but so stupid not to consider what might happen if it, if it gets out there. Business is booming for antivirus computer programs like Data Physician, flu shot and a viral alarm, but none of these programs can do it all. The bugs in Jerusalem and at Lehigh seem to have been cured, but nobody's entirely sure. In other words, the, the, the middle class homeowner 
in America will have some kind of home computer or home terminal. Do you foresee a time when most people in Madison will have computers in their homes? Oh, sure. Well, I've heard that in the um, future, a uh, computer like this would be as, as normal as a color TV is now. So you want to get one? Yes. Tell me this is one of your simulations, Mr. Doctor. All right. Flush the bombers, get the subs in launch mode. We are at DEFCON 1. DEFCON 1. Soviet submarine launch detection. Let's go into a launch mode. Close up the mountain. This is Crystal Palace. We're closing up the mountain. You'll have to hurry. These computers give us instant access to the state of the world. Troop movements, Soviet missile tests, shifting weather patterns. It all flows into this room and then into what we call the Whopper computer. Whopper, what is that? The War Operation Plan Response. This is uh, Mr. Richter. Paul, would you like to tell these gentlemen about the Whopper? <clears throat> well, the Whopper spends all its time thinking about World War III. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, it plays an endless series of war games using all available information on the state of the world. The Whopper has already fought World War III as a game time and time again. It estimates Soviet responses to our responses to their responses, and so on. Estimates damage, counts the dead, then it looks for ways to improve well, but its But the score. point is that the key decisions of every conceivable option in a nuclear crisis have already been made by the Whopper. So what you're telling me is that all this trillion-dollar hardware is really at the mercy of those men with the little brass keys. That's exactly right. Whose only problem is that they're human beings. But in, what, 30 days, we could replace them with electronic relays. Get the men out of the loop. Gentlemen, I wouldn't trust this overgrown pile of microchips any further than I could throw it. And I don't know if you want to trust the safety of our country to some uh, silicone diode. General, nobody is talking about entrusting the safety of the nation to a machine, for God's sake. We'll keep control, but we'll keep it here at the top where it belongs. All right, gentlemen. I think I'm going to recommend McKittrick's idea to the president. And I'll get back to him.
missiles before they reached our own soil or that of our allies. I know this is a formidable technical task, one that may not be accomplished before the end of this century. I call upon the scientific community in our country, those who gave us nuclear weapons, to turn their great talents now to the cause of mankind and world peace, to give us the means of rendering these nuclear weapons impotent and obsolete.
Don't you realize? He was a pro. He never made it this far. Look how far we've come. We've got a chance. Chance at what, Mikey? Getting killed?
million three hundred and twenty-nine something. I bet you anything that's the secret code that we're looking for. Can you think of anything else? No. Davy, are you alone? Reminds me, Davy, I want to get those walkie-talkies back. Sure, Morris.
What's going out there? This is your pal John Travolta, and you're listening to Man Behind the Machine. It's like, you know, it's like so weird.